We're joined on the line now by Narina Fisser, strategist at ETF SA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning. Good morning, Fakina. Narina, the big story uh, yesterday, the news of the mega deal between SAB Miller and Anheuser Bush InBev has been confirmed. Uh, but talk us through the implications for investors in this deal. For Sakina, this really is a very big deal. It is um, considered one of the biggest deals um, globally in, in the corporate world ever. So, so it really is a big deal. But of course, for, for us South Africans, this is in particular a big deal because SAB Miller is one of our oldest and proudest companies and brands. Company has been listed on the JSE since not just the previous century, but actually um, 1898. So certainly a very, very long and proud history. And I think one of the major success stories of corporate South Africa in terms of successfully globalizing itself. So in terms of, of this transaction, um, what the deal that was confirmed yesterday was that they will be paying a cash amount of £44 per share in SAB Miller. Um, there is a share alternative also, but um, that is mostly meant for the two largest corporate strategic shareholders in, in this transaction. So what this means really for South African investors is that they will re- receive in cash, probably only in about uh, a year's time. This deal is only expected to be finalized by, by the second half of next year. So I guess the question for, for SAB investors at this stage is, what do I do with my shares right now? Do I wait until um, I get the cash next year, or do I actually sell my shares now, um, use that 50% increase in the share price that we've seen um, over the last two months, and actually deploy that cash somewhere else or invest it somewhere else? And I think for for large strategic investors, maybe the likes of a PIC, they might look to this and say the share alternative that is being offered is worthwhile for them to to hang on to. Um, The the problem with that share alternative is that there's also a five-year lock-in in terms of that. So if you choose to take the shares in AB InBev rather than the cash, it means that you have to remain a shareholder and you don't have any means of selling out of it for another five years after the deal is concluded. So I think at this stage, for ordinary shareholders, this is probably the opportunity to sell their SAB Miller shares, take that money and invest it elsewhere where they can actually get a better return on their money over the next year. But I also appreciate that this is quite a personal choice for many people. A lot of people have got their, uh, you know, they like having the idea that they've got a bit of stake in Mm. Zamalek. And when they, they, you know, sort of cheers on Puza Thursday, then uh, (laughs) this for them is is, is a way of actually, it's called liquid dividends. I guess. But uh, yes, certainly a major transaction and, and, a, and a wonderful success story for a South African company. reason why the Bush <coughs> sorry, is so keen on, on SAB Miller, they've got the best exposure to these strong growth emerging markets. So um, well done to, to all at SAB that has brought the company to where it is today. And then just... Um on a very different topic, Narina, um, we are very aware, South Africans, of the impact of the weakness of the RAND on our economy. But on the other side of the coin, um, if you look at dollar strength, does that only have a positive impact on the U.S. economy? So in terms of the U.S. economy itself, it certainly is very beneficial. If you just think in terms of imports and the extent to which imports are now a lot less um, expensive because of the strength in the dollar, um, that certainly is great for them. But any um, form of export industry 
certainly is, is, is being hurt by the strength in the U.S. dollar. And I think of much bigger concern is, is what this means for the profits of companies listed in New York. So U.S. companies, so the S&P 500 earnings base, these, the term that's being used is that they are heading for a profits recession. And the reason for this is that American companies, very similar to what SAB Miller and other giant South African companies have done, they've globalized the, the, um, the corporate base very successfully around the world. And in the past, when the dollar was relatively weaker, it meant that any earnings that they earned elsewhere in the world, when they brought that back to America, actually gave them a boost in terms of the dollar value of those earnings. But when the currency is strong as it has been over the last couple of months, that repatriation of earnings translates into poorer U.S. dollar-based earnings. And it's one of the main reasons why we've seen um, relatively poor earnings results coming from U.S. corporates. Now, I think the concern for this uh, around this in terms specifically of the U.S. equity market is that we've seen monetary easing and excess money supply going into boosting asset prices, so share prices in the U.S., but at the same time, you've seen a decline in earnings and therefore the multiples or the valuations of U.S. companies have, have grown quite dramatically in, in, in recent months. So this does paint a bit of a concern, and I think it's certainly something that, that Janet Yellen and her team at the Fed will take into consideration when they consider the interest rate move. I think it's, it's probably more likely now that we will get our first increase in December, but what will be more important is what comes after that, because I think the, the chances of significant interest rate increases in the U.S. In the, in the near future is very unlikely, because it will most likely stall the growth that we've seen come through in the U.S. economy in recent years. Norina, uh, yesterday Clive uh, Ramatibela was quite excited about uh, Singles Day in China. So, so, so talk to us about uh, Singles Day. What did we see there yesterday? <laughs> yeah, so Singles Day, as, as Clive probably explained, also, you know, this really um, comes from the date. So 1111. Um, so the idea that the four ones, and I think it was Alibaba that actually trademarked the term double 11. Mm-hmm. So this started out in the 1990s really as a bit of an informal celebration of single or being a bachelor or bachelorette. Um, but it was in, in uh, um, 2009 that Jack Ma of the Alibaba Group decided that he's going to use this day to actually introduce an online shopping um, sale. And this has fast turned into the biggest shopping day and especially online retail shopping day around the world. And it was some of the stats that came out of yesterday was just absolutely phenomenal. Within the first eight months, minutes after it started, 1 billion U.S. dollars in sales had been concluded. Now, just to put this into perspective, in in Black Friday in in America last year, which is the Friday after Thanksgiving, which is typically also thought of of a fairly major shopping day in the U.S., they only generated $1.4 billion of sales. Here in in, in eight minutes, single today managed to do pretty much the same thing. So, um, you know, I think in nine hours, they did $9 billion, and I think by by the end of the day, they're probably still sort of adding all the cash, but we're looking probably well in excess of $14 billion of online sales that were made yesterday. So 
this has most definitely become the biggest retail day um, on the um, global calendar um, and certainly an, an interesting trend. What, what's important for me about this is this talks very much to the strength of the Chinese consumer. You know, we look a lot at Chinese growth and we're very concerned for the slowdown in their infrastructure spend and what that means for commodity exporting countries like South Africa. But what is very clear is that the Chinese consumer has a lot of cash and they love doing their sales and they're buying online and making use of the internet and that is why we see a company like Naspers with its stake in Tencent in China perform so, you know, it continues to astound in terms of its performance but it's because it's tapped right into exactly this part of the global economy.